All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have both the brothers in arms. We have Avery, we have Connor. How we doing, boys? Doing pretty good. Pretty tired. We're coming close to the end of the school year, so it'll be it'll be a nice, relaxing three-day weekend up here. We're good. We're chilling. The, the last lone survivor of the non-COVID yeah. extravaganza on the show. Yeah, Mr. Invincible. Mr. Invincible yeah. himself. Down that same day. Got brought, <laughs> that's so wild to me. We were, we're talking about that. We went, to, we went to Golden Corral last Wednesday, and he was like. Haven't got uh, COVID. Yeah, he was like, I, I am bulletproof. Like, I haven't got COVID. I'm not going to get COVID, whatever. And then literally the same day, he, he starts showing <laughs> symptoms. And then on Thursday, he comes into work and is like, oh, I got a little bit of a scratchy throat <clears throat> and like and then i get a call thursday thursday yeah, night yeah. and it's like hey you should get tested because i, I have, have covid, COVID. Yeah. and it's like no you you are the chosen I, one i told i told uh schaefer you know our department head i was like the day i get covid is the same day the world goes like we got pack unleash monkey pox and that was the same day like monkey pox was in the news nope. it's like the next big thing, and I was just like, you see, uh, I just got COVID. I don't need no monkeypox. Monkeypox is only transmitted sexually, so we're good. I'm safe. Is it gay sex? I think it's all sex. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Could you imagine? You got STDs. You got any okay. AIDS, HIV. So I got monkeypox. With conjoined twins. <laughs> no. Would I, they both get monkeypox? <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I think so. Yeah, <laughs> it, it did suck because I missed the trip. You know, I was supposed to go on bro, a trip that, with my boys. Bro, did you hear about that? Mm-hmm. Dude, he was so excited for this trip to the mountains. He was like, this was supposed to be like our last like hurrah. Like it, there are going to be people in the bowling bros who are like might be moving to different states, might be oh, getting new no. jobs and stuff like that. And then like he had already taken off Friday and next thing you know, he Thursday died. night comes, and he didn't even get, like, to go on the trip. Not only did he not be able to, like, actually enjoy it, you didn't even get to go on it. You didn't even get to see nobody. Yeah. And the day before, yeah. that's the worst part. It's okay. Jacob got COVID the day before we were supposed to go to a concert, so. I think it was on a Wednesday, and we were supposed to go on a Friday. But it was, it was like close. It was about before. the same thing. Yeah. COVID, that son of a bitch. Yeah. It's all right. I'm sure there was a reason why I wasn't supposed to be on that trip or something. I'm, I'm sure there's some reason that the could have broke your ankle. The almighty said, Connor can't be on this trip. I need a reason. Give him COVID, and, and he'll figure it out. So let me ask you a question. So we were talking about this in the car, and the icebreaker for today is if you were to live in some place. Also, hold on before we, before we get too far into this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, Moment of silence for the the 19 kids and the two adults who lost their life in the shooting yesterday. Um, I don't know the exact name of the elementary school. It's like Is you it Uval- something. Uvalde, Texas. Uvalde, I don't know the name Texas. of the elementary school. Um, but quick moment of silence um, and, and legit solidarity to them. Yeah, so we, in the car, we were kind of talking about just like how the United States has like the highest kind of like mass shooting rates. Um, and like school shootings, like you look at Vegas, you look at, uh, you look even a week ago where you look at, uh, Buffalo, Buffalo. And there was another place where it was happening too, Buffalo and, um, Milwaukee, um, that it was happening. Um, and so we were talking about like, if you were to move to a different 
country, where would you move to? And so, um, it do you want to go ahead and t- yeah. tell your yeah. kind of to be where fair, would you put? It wasn't like we're scared or anything. It was just like if we could live anywhere else. Yeah. But, but I said Australia or Canada just because I think Australia, speak English, beautiful weather, great food, a lot of bands tour over there. Sounds ideal. Sounds like a good place. Australia? Yeah. I mean, I can live. I, hate to, I wouldn't. No, nah, Australia got too many crazy creatures down there. Yeah. But I think I could trade some creatures for like great weather. And that's true. Yeah. I, I think that like the biggest thing for me is like, unless it's like absolutely beautiful, like a Sweden, like I really wouldn't want to learn a new language, like especially at this point in my life. And so like that kind of marks out like the Germany's and the France's like, Yes, those move. would be cool. You they, you could pass with English over there. I in think in both, Paris, in Berlin, 100%. That is one thing. I uh, think, yeah, in like the capitals. I think like every European country, most people speak like two or three languages. Like America's like the only one that doesn't speak two. Because, <laughs> because we got everyone else. USA. Where's USA. This, <laughs> the worst, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. I So mine would probably be Australia. Um, I, I truly think... I truly think that, like, the the critters that you're talking about, like, I don't think that they're as seen as much in, like, in the city. Now, if you're talking about, like, the the countryside, yo, yeah, you're going to see some, like, cockroaches that are the size of buffalo. But um, if if I think in, like, Tarantulas the size of raccoons, straight up. I, I think that, like... If you actually go to like Melbourne or something like that, like and live in the city, not only would it kind of be very similar in kind of culture and government to the United States, um, but I think that it would also be like super cool. The weather would be nice. Um, and I feel like Australia is just kind of like a, I've, Avery said it on the way over here, but I don't think that I've ever met like a, like a mean or a hateful or a bad Australian. They're just like, really cool. They're Americans. always just kind of like laid back. They're, and they, they have a lot of similarities between um, America and Australia. So I think that that would kind of be my spot if I were to live anywhere else. They have a dope accent too. And I do think that Canada would be cool if I want to like stay in this hemisphere, but I don't really like the cold that much. And so I think Canada would not be I say Canada because I like cold weather. Those are my two spectrums right there. Yeah, those are definitely two different spectrums. And I could kill that man array. Killing Steve. <laughs> Rest Kill in peace, Crocodile Steve. Hunter. I think if I had to choose two, thank um, you, Steve. I'm probably gonna have to be a little biased because I like Paris a lot. I'd go live <clears> in France. I think it'd be nice. Also, you, if you're an EU citizen, you basically get unchecked privileges in most of Europe. I mean, you're talking about Germany, Spain, Portugal, Italy, France, some of even Eastern yeah. Bloc, Poland. You won't go into debt if you get hurt. Um, that or Japan, um, if I'd be mm. different, if I had to choose a country on each continent, it would be probably Argentina or Brazil for South America. For like Brazil for sure. Or Colombia. Rio de Janeiro. I remember my favorite story I tell my kids is, um, when I went to UNCC and I got accepted into the history program, they wanted us to all study abroad. And that's something I've always wanted to do. But when we went in, I was like, I want to be a teacher. He said, you don't have a choice. Like, you have to do it either this semester yeah. or that's it. You don't because your next, your, 
because your second semester in that is like well your junior year or whatever in college like you have to do student teaching and like you can't be in brazil doing student teaching and he goes on these two trips he goes look at london you go to this london school of history whatever it's really beautiful historic he talks about germany and he talks about how great and clean it is this dude straight up took all these all these dudes he goes go to rio he said women beaches margaritas didn't say another word that's all he said he's talking about all these other schools he just said gentlemen let me tell you why you should go to london let me tell you why you should go frankfurt rio women beaches margaritas and that's all he said and i was like i gotta get me to brazil dude yeah but i don't speak portuguese so i don't think who cares bro who cares i I could learn i know some spanish the american like I, I think Shoot, I went to the DR. Fun. DR I, was a party, so bro, I'm, I'm glad with that you, you brought that. that up because I got a twenty dollar bill for a Honduran twenty dollar bill, and I was like, "How much is this worth in like in like in American currency?" And they said a twenty dollar bill of their currency is point eight one of a dollar. Yeah. And so you go over there with a hundred dollars American currency, you are going to be treated like a god. Like you're just going to be blowing money off, blowing money, blowing money off of strippers. Now I will say this, um, especially in Colombia. Oh baby, oh baby. Um, they might be fifteen though. They'd be lying about their age. Get you a visa. Okay. I love I, you, Connor, make but it. they're 15 and they want the green card. I said, I said, I said Japan. I mean, Japan would be definitely be my I Asian. <laughs> Let's get, switch away. get away from that. No, I'd say Japan. Ja- Japanese definitely look 15 even when they're, they're 35. 15. Yeah. Um, if I had to, I think Africa would be cool, though. I, I do want to. Uh. <laughs> yeah, you got that one, bro. Kenya. I mean, you'd be, you know, by. Kenya? If I'm going anywhere, I'm going Nigeria. That or Egypt. I saw a... Uh, the desert? I told my mom, I was like, I'm going you to... You a target. I told, I told my mom, when I was during COVID, I decided that I was going to make a list of all the places that I want to visit in the world. And I said, I'm going to do a Nile cruise. I'm going to get on a, cru- I'm gonna get on a riverboat and like spend like seven to eight days on the Nile. Where like they pick you up. It's like your personal cruise. You get seven meals a day. They'll pick you up at the airport. You leave like full treatment, a lot of money, and I go. I will blow money on this. Yep. I would love because to you do... go. You would go see the pyramids. The yeah, the that would be cool. like if yeah. you lived in those countries. Because like yeah, America's great, but we're history majors. So like yeah, America has history, but it's like usually it's like well, it's only like two hundred, three hundred years old. It's not like it's like look at the pyramids. This was or like before. this is the ancient you know Athens. Bro, when, you know what? Moses was you know, be wild. I want to know what is actually beneath the Amazon rainforest. Dirt? No, like, there's there's scientific proof. El Dorado. Like, there's so much proof that there's so much civilization that's untapped in the Amazonian rainforest, but it's just unhabitable. Um, And because of that, like... You got people like Teddy Roosevelt who were convinced that there were cities of gold in the Amazonian rainforest. Um, but there's so many, not only is it uninhabitable, but there's so many like untouched tribes um, who are so hostile to any type of they eat hu- humankind. Um, and so I, I would just want to know like what it's like. Because it's so dense, it's so thick. Like the Amazonian rainforest is like so like it's such a a large span of South America that I would just love to kind of get to see like if 
obviously you don't want like the Amazonian rainforest has so much like wildlife and they got more it has so many fish trees in the ocean, don't they? Isn't that a thing? They got more different species of fish in the ocean. Maybe that's discovered. But I don't know. I just would love to like piranhas. see what's under there. Piranhas are terrifying. But I'm trying to think if if I were to live somewhere in Asia, I think that I would want to live in South Korea. Um, it's really nice over there. I th- I think that like Japan would be cool. Mm. Uh, I would want to go to like. I would also kind of want to go to like a Hong Kong, like to see like the technological advancements of it. But I think that South Korea would a little, be little too nice. much Chinese pressure going on in Hong Kong right now for me to be. But I think that South Korea would yeah. be kind of the coolest coolest spot. You got you got Sony. I'm going to North Korea now. You probably North get Korea. you probably get every PS5 you could ever want. I'll go to South North Korea. Korea. I just want to see if the grocery stores are actually fake. I'd play basketball. Five points for a dunk. Eat cardboard. I mean, grapes. you can be the greatest basketball player of all time. So let me ask you a question. Not Dennis if, Rodman. So you it. were talking about being a teacher for the Department of Defense. If you could be stationed somewhere, like one of the major, obviously there's stations a variety of different places. I, if there's Three. There's a lot of there's a lot of bases in Germany. I think Ramstein is like the big military base it's in a Germany. Good band. I could be wrong. Um, Guten Tag. That because my dad was actually stationed in Germany when he was in the military. So I think it would be my really. My grandpa was cool. He was in Frankfurt. Um, we actually got. To, I think that was the city. I I don't want to say I'm wrong because he listens to this, but he'll. I'm sure I'll get a message from him out of the blue like next week telling me like these are where we went. But my uh, my uncle was stationed over there, and I went when I was in like second grade. And we actually did a funny story where we did Christmases around the world in second grade. And the week we did Christmas in Germany, I was actually in the country Germany, and I came back and was just like, flex! I went on a real field trip. But I also then why did you go to why did you go to Germany? My uncle was stationed over there, oh, and okay. my dad. I was like your dad. I I was like I'm pretty sure your yeah, dad wasn't dad, in the military at that point in time. My, my dad was before I was born was stationed in Germany, and he met his friend in Germany because um, they were over there in case the Russians decided to invade, and he'd have to go stop them. God bless they didn't. Um, but in second grade, my uncle was deployed back over there, and we went to go visit for a week, and it was a lot of fun. It was cool. Uh, I think Germany would be really sweet. Um, Italy would be cool, and I know that there's Ooh, some... Italy would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I know there's some marine bases in, like, Okinawa and, like, the southern part of Japan, yeah. but, um, I mean, it's an option. I mean, I thought about, like, hey, like, you rent out the place that I own, and you sign, like, what, a two-year contract, and you go live overseas for, like... Do they... Do, obviously, you might know a little bit more about it than I do, but, like, do they cover... Do, is it just, a, like, a plain salary, and you have to... Use that salary to no. You, like, do you live on the base? From like, what I understand, is you you'd be cons- you'd you would be given a place to. St- so you can, um, in in most military cases, you can be offered on base housing, and they it's a percentage of your paycheck. It's like we'll give you a cheap place to stay. <coughs> you'll you'll live in a normal, or they'll give you a credit of like here's what the local area is saying what a normal place is worth. We'll give you money towards it, um, but. From what I understand, I looked online. It's normal education, so maybe I would get my uh, elementary education license because when I looked, are they in high demand? I mean, I mean, I, I, don't, I, know. Know, I don't know more than what, uh, Germany. No, so him like uh, him teaching for like a uh, Department of Defense, some kind of like uh, military. So essentially, when you're on a military base overseas, you do have kids who live with their parents, 
and you need to make sure that you have teachers who understand like what's going on so they'll contract teachers out and they go like hey you can work on a base in the united states that's like something you can do so like i know there's a few army bases nearby there's a few like base schools where like you apply through the department of defense because it's technically a federal base um but also if you want to teach overseas so let's say that you're in italy and you're at like a military or naval base and they have a school well obviously those kids don't speak italian so you go back over there so i met someone whose mom does it in italy and it's like i was like you know what shoot i mean that would be a super cool like i mean you're on the weekends and people understand that like yes like it's a long drive but to italy yeah it's a pretty long drive yeah, but I'm saying that, like, you can drive from Italy to, like, Switzerland in a weekend. Like, for them, that He's talking is... talking about from here. Yeah, I know, what he, I know what he meant. Yeah, you're, you're going to be waterlogged at the end of that car ride. But, like, you know, I said, why not? Like, if there's a chance, and, but I didn't, I could, I had a hard time finding, like, history high school teacher. Because, like, I don't know, I was having a hard time finding it. And I was, like, going through the application process. But dude, I think that would I would, be a I would, super cool. I would call someone over the summer and be like, what do I need to do to get in this? I think that that would be a super co- cool like you yeah. talked about study abroad, like teaching abroad, just because are, when you come back, like it would be something that would be kind of non like it would make sense uh for like CMS to partner with somewhere in Italy where you take like your some of your best teachers, put them into a different like for a year you kind of partner with a, a military base in Italy and you send some of your best teachers out there. And it's a cool way for them to get a different perspective of like, oh, here's some new tactics. Here's how they do it. Here's some different ways. And I think that it would the same benefits that you see of studying abroad, you would see the same ben- benefits of teaching abroad as well. There are... Um- I'm actually really into this, actually. Dr. Fisher, who I talked to, who was involved with us, he taught abroad. But, um, I mean, it's something to do. I mean, also, um, you, you get to see the world. I mean, I, I, when I, uh, there was a time when I was looking, I applied for, like, I almost applied for the American School of Paris. Where, like, you'd Interesting. Go. But what I didn't tell you is I actually got a job offer from a school in China to go teach in China, like, America. In China? In China, like... They said you, you're going to a smaller city of 11 million people. That's a small city. Interesting. And when did you hear about this? This was my, when we graduated. It was the only school that actually reached out to me after okay. I expressed interest. I wasn't going to. I was, gonna I was get, about to say, why'd you, why'd you turn down like that well, for a while? Because when I, when I was told how much I'd get paid, one, you do have to be, you have to go through an interview with the CCP and you have to make sure that you're not like a political dissident trying to overthrow the Chinese government. That was one thing. Yeah. So that'd be cool to be like, no, I'm not going to like preach freedom and democracy and liberty over here. That's okay. But also like you deal with a lot of like, you don't understand about China's like, you got to have like a firewall that like stops some of the things that you can see. And like, there's like a different customs and like, you're going from like, I'm coming from Charlotte, which would be, maybe like a few hundred thousand people live in like Charlotte proper to like a city of like 11 to 12 million people. That's insane. And I decided that like when I figured out how much I'd get paid, I would come home from this, not really like financially like stable. Like you would get paid, you'd get paid enough to live over there and enjoy yourself. But 
that money, it's not like you're getting paid $45,000 American dollars. You're getting paid like 60, 70, 80, 100,000 Chinese won, which is like maybe 30 to 20,000. Yeah. But I said, maybe not for my first year, but that was the same year COVID happened. Mm -hmm. So when I said no, that next year, within a few months, COVID kicked off. So I would have been actually quarantined in China, even maybe for an extra year, two years, trying to figure things out. So. Um, I always had that dream of like, you know what, screw it. Like, go explore the world and it'd be fun. I mean, go to a soccer game. Go to an Italian soccer game. Dude, like, yeah. Rah. Yeah. Start cheering. No, for so, sure. So bring us back to sports. All right. So, um, one thing that I do want to do, and this is kind of the second icebreaker. Um, what I've, so I don't know if y'all have ever done Wordle. Um, Wordle is like a word kind I, of game on the I, New York Times. I've never done the Wordle. Um, but me and Kaylee are like really big into it. We've done it like every day. I, she's done it for probably the past like six months, a little bit less than that. I've probably done it for the last like two months, but it's kind of just, I do it early in the morning just as kind of a good way to kind of like kind of start the brain, try to get the brain firing a little bit early in the morning. I usually just listen to screamy music. Yep. Um, (laughs) but there is an NFL guessing game, um, called Weddle. Um, and so there, you get eight guesses, and you have to try to guess the player in eight guesses. This is named usually after Eric Weddle. Right? It's named after Eric Weddle. Usually, they are like offensive players, just because like it sounds like Wordle. Oh. Um, usually, they're offensive players, but there are a couple like Aaron Donald or like big name like defensive players. But usually, everyone that I've done, this is only like the fourth time that I've done it. Um, I. They've been, like, fairly big offensive players. So, the first question is, who do we want as our first guess? There is no – we, we have to have a, a first one, yeah. and then we can kind of have it, some clues so from It'll there. give you clues. It'll tell you, like, if you guess, like, Cam Newton. Yeah. And he's well, not in the NFC South, it'll highlight it, like, yellow. So yeah. It means I'll, like, I'll explain all yeah. of these um, as time I will, goes on. I will say Tom Brady. Just go Tom, biggest Okay. Just go gotcha. biggest name possible. Tom Brady. Okay. So, this, he is not part, he is not part of Tampa Bay. He is in the South. NFC he South. He is, he is, in, he is in the NFC South. He is not a quarterback. He is above 6'4". He is below the age of 44 and his number is below 12. So, it's Kyle Pitts. usually, Kyle Pitts, okay. Uh, no, what's his number? 11. 11. Okay, so let's go. Was it going to be Calvin Ridley? No, is it? Kyle Pitts. Because you got it on the second freaking try. That's actually wild. And this was on, this. I was about to say, and this was on hard mode. Well, we are, we are a sports podcast. We had to deliver. I'm actually fairly impressed. I mean, as soon as I said it wasn't a number 12 and he's taller than 6'5". Yeah, that, that's definitely tight end. And I uh, thought I eliminated everybody. Yeah. I mean, I thought it would be like Robbie Anderson or something like, I, you would no, think he's like 6'2". Yeah, he's not that, he's not that tall. Yeah. I, I thought DJ Moore for a sec. I'm sorry. Because he changed I, his I, number. I hey, I, hey, good for you, man. Like, that's <laughs> awesome. So I'm good, um, I'm good at those. Yeah, I, it seems like it. Yesterday was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, um, and so is I it different every day. Yeah, oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it, it's so the wordle happens once a day, so you can't really like do it multiple times a day as much as I wish that you really could. Um, 
But there is a hard mode if we want to do that. So that that was actually the normal. Oh, there yeah. is a hard one, but I will tell you the hard one is hard as hell. Let's do it. All right, let's try it. So, but I will tell you these are where you start to get into like defensive players, like individual defensive players. Okay. So we can we can try it. All right, give me. You get ten guesses this time. Uh, I say uh, you do. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do Green Bay's defensive player, Jair Alexander. Yeah. Jair. All right, Jair Alexander. He is. So he is in the NFC. Okay. Really He's good. At not in the NFC North. Okay. okay. He is somewhere close to a cornerback. From my understanding, that means that like he could be a safety, he could be a linebacker, but he is not a cornerback by position. Um, he is over 5'10", his, he is over 25, and his number is over 23, and obviously he's not part of Green Bay. So, What other big – they have Micah. Oh, that's, that's going to be different. Let's think division. of a wire – let's think – You said it. he's not a corner. But he's yeah, not, but who's he's like on, a safety? But he's on defense. Yes, if he's not so in the this, same division so as this Green is Bay, right? The, the cornerback is yellow, which means that you're close, but it's not right. Okay. And so, like NFC North is yellow, so that means that it is in the NFC, but it's not in the NFC he's, North. He's taller than five ten. F- over five ten, yes. That doesn't really help. A lot of people are over. 5'10". What's a sa- I was going to say. Who's Harris. a safety? I was say Harrison Smith, but his number is twenty two. Who's a safety in the NFC West? B- Buda Baker. He's short. Who's a safety for the? State? Let's. We're gonna do Buda Baker. He's like five ten. I, I know, but if we can narrow um, down yeah. that the okay, he's not in the NFC West, and he and he's not in the NFC West, and he's not in the NFC North. He's not in the NFC West, and he's not a safety. Where he's it continues he's, to say that he's <laughs> a yellow. It continues to say that it's yellow, which means that he's close-ish. Be a linebacker. I assume. I assume that yellow. Now that I think about it, yellow might just mean that he is on defense. Yeah. But it's not a safety, and it's not a corner. And he's not an NFC. North but it's not an NFC North, and it's not NFC West. Uh, let's think what's, of. What's your edge guy? What's his name? <clears throat> Brian Burns. All right. Let's uh, try. I say that or um, try him. So, he is not in the NFC South. He is not a defensive end. So, it's the NFC East. All right, hold on. But let's think about some other stuff that we got to think about. Michael Parsons. So, he is – so, what we know now is he is over 26. Oh. He is above 5'10", below 6'5", and his number is above 53. So he's like a defensive line. So what's the he linebacker? has to be like a defensive tackle. What's what's the or like a linebacker? He, he could be a linebacker. What's the four teams that we're working with now? We know. So it, Giants, Eagles, and is Vanderesh still on that team? You could do he's a free agent, but yeah. Who 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 just got signed by the Eagles? Uh, who moved on from the Giants? He that's was a, James. Brad, that's James Bradbury. But he's though. that's not going to work. He's a cornerback. Is Let's it, see. Is it uh, Vanderesh? Fletcher Cox. We'll see it. What Demarcus? Uh, who's the other Dallas player? That All right, good. All right, now we're moving. It is not him, oh. but 
it, he is on Philadelphia. He is a defensive tackle. He is in the NFC West or the NFC East, obviously. He's below six four. He is under thirty one years old, and his number is over ninety one. Defensive tackle. He's a defensive tackle. Javon Hargrave. That's who it is. This man's gonna get it. Avery's really good. It's Javon Hargrave. He got it, you son of a bitch. I am – dude, Former Avery st- might be the <laughs> – Avery is the Tom Brady of Weddle. He used to play for the Steelers. Oh, I would have never got that. He, he, we, dude, call it, we called him Jay Wobble. Let me let me tell you something. The one yesterday was a cornerback for the Denver Broncos, and it was like their uh, second or third corner. Kyle Fuller? No, it was, it was somebody other than Bradley this. Roby? I don't know. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, but I just names. remember that I literally had their depth <laughs> chart in front of me and still couldn't figure it out. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I like this game. Yeah. I, I think that I think that could be a recurring segment. Would y'all have got that without looking no, it up? Absolutely no. not. No, I could have got that it was a defense. Uh. I think that I could have got that it was a defensive tackle, uh. but I don't think that I don't know enough defensive players to like. Yeah, we, we should do that every podcast. We should do. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, um, Aaron Judge. So let's talk before we talk about baseball. Let's talk about NBA. Um, so right now we have the the final four, um, the Western Conference Finals and the Eastern Conference Finals are, are going on. Um, right now the East is locked up. It's two uh, two. The Heat just got demolished by the Celtics, um, but Every, it's been. Man. But this this. So let me finish this and then we'll, we'll yeah, talk yeah. about it. So the Heat and the Celtics are tied two two. Uh, the Mavericks won last night, and so they inched a bit closer, but it's still they're still down 3-1. Yeah. I think it's over. But I tell you what, man, can we get one game That's fun. where it's actually close? Like, all of the Celtics and Heat games have been like – Boring. It, it's been boring on one side or the other, where it's like been a blowout for the Celtics or a blowout for the Heat. Imagine being a fan of those teams yeah. right now. It's like you don't know if your team is going to get – Destroyed, or you're going to win. Or mollywopped the other team. Couldn't do it. I'm telling you, Celtics in seven. I told y'all this last week. No, I think I was with you, wasn't I? Or did I, I say Heat? I thought both of you said Heat. I think I said Heat in seven, just because I think they were deeper. But after watching some of the games, I was just like, they're pretty evenly matched. No, that I. I think Celtics have more star power. Do you, and just do a you little think? Bit better I think you said this last week, but you think. East, whoever – so the Warriors are more than likely going to come out of the West. But whoever comes out of the East, Heat or Celtics, you think that they're going to win the final or you think no, Warriors – I said Warriors since the get-go. Yeah? I said I think Warriors are winning the championship. But I do think whoever they play will take them far. I think that – I think the Warriors are just too good. I, I do agree with you. Um, and I think that they have the off, offensive power. I mean, Jordan Poole, uh, Clay, Steph – I mean, Draymond even hit a three even night. Draymond starting to like Get do some stuff up. now. Like, but I think that what people aren't realizing is that the Mavericks don't play defense, and so like, no, but they don't have the scorers to keep up. Yes, but you look at the Celtics or the Heat who do play defense, play defense, but also they might not have the scoring potential that the Warriors do. They might not catch fire like no, the Warriors the Celtics do. Celtics have the best defense, but. The Celtics 
say, for instance, Celtics win, they have the best defense, but they have – if Marcus Smart can come back, he can drop 20, 25 points for you. Jason Tatum can sc- score 30. Jalen Brown sc- could score 30. Al Horford's 25 Al, Al, sc- Al Horford can get you five blocks and 15 10. points, 10 rebounds. Like, they have a good team. They have a deep team, mm-hmm. which I don't know whether the Warriors have the same depth – that the Celtics do. And so I actually think whoever comes out of the East, I'm going that they will beat the Warriors in seven. And obviously we're, we're this is a hypothetical because the Warriors haven't yeah. won the series yet. Uh, they were up 3-0. They won, the Mavericks won last night. Yeah. But I still think that it's like oh, no man. team in NBA playoffs history has come back yeah. from 3-0 yeah. and won. They've come back from 3-1. But they've never come back from 3-0 and won the series. Coming um, back 3-0 on Steph Curry just doesn't seem feasible. Yeah. No. And especially if it was like Steph Curry and Clay went down with like an ACL tear. Like, yeah. it would be like, okay, maybe like that could be somewhat feasible. But a, a healthy yeah. Warriors team, I don't think there's no shot. I just I – don't, I, I don't want to bet against Steph, man. He's only lost once in the finals. Yeah. And then – I think with the experience, Clay being back, I think the Celtics are very good. I just don't – I don't know. I don't want to bet against the, the Warriors. No, I feel I th- like – I was saying earlier, and I thought this – y'all thought this was crazy, but I think this is a better team they've had other than the KD teams. No, I agree. No, I I don't think that you're crazy. I think I, that that's a, an accurate assumption. Yeah. I think that personally, even though they lost to the Raptors that year, like I think that the KD teams – Arguably, you could put up there with top three teams, yeah. best teams of all time. Yeah. In in my mind. Yeah. I mean, you have Clay, you have Steph, you have KD, you have Draymond, um, you have Iggy that's still on that yeah. team. Like Iggy's you, on the team now? Yeah, but like Give me Iguadala. Yeah. Want Martian, point the gun at the universe. Yeah. You need one person to make the shot. Give me Iguadala. Was he serious? He's at he had Bro, to not be. Here's my thing is that I think Adam said it on this show before, and, but I'll kind of reiterate it. Like, I think that Skit, him and Skip Bayless, like, play a character. And they, they might somewhat believe what their character says, but I think that they. Oh, yeah, I, believe I, I that. think that it it's not fun if bo- all three of us agree on something. I think that's like why JJ Reddick. He's about to get ran out of ESPN because he shuts them all up. <laughs> Whenever they're arguing stupid stuff, and he just hits them with like facts. Bro, did you see? Bro, did you see Pat Bev and uh, JJ Redick like kind of go at each other on? Uh, I think it was what, JJ called him out. No, so what happened was is that uh, Pat Bev was like they were talking about Jason Tatum and um, J he. J.J. Redick was talking about how he's so good at, like, defense. And uh, Pat Bev was like, Jason Tatum, go to defense? And it's like, yeah. Pat Bev really is not good at defense, and, bro. No, he's he was like – just like a little like, rat biting at your feet, following yeah, the crap out of you. He was like, yeah, yeah, he is good at defense. He's like, hmm, interesting. And, <laughs> and, uh, and J.J. Redick was like – did you watch the Nets game? Like how he shut down KD and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah. and Pat Bev, I don't, I don't remember seeing the rest of the clip, but it was kind of just like, yeah, I watched it a little bit. Pat Beverly is an all-time hater. He hates everybody, and he thinks he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, 
and it's literally just like a little dog that all bark no bite yeah so i do agree with you he he is a little gnat on the court i hate kendrick perkins I feel like if I there's fuck Kendrick Perkins, I feel oh, I think he's so stupid. Hey, I love hey, Kendrick, I, if you want to come on the show, we'll have you on the show. For I sure. I think and Charles Barkley, he, love Charles. I actually Charles love Charles. Wild and, we'll get to that in a second. I Kendrick, uh, Henry Perkins is the only person who I watch. Like I understand that, like you know, I keep up with sports and I've watched and Stephen A. Smith sometimes like when he's not in character and actually like speaks like an intelligent person, he's does a good job and. They're skipping. Who was on crack? There's, Did you say that he's he doesn't? Well, like when he acts intelligent because he's black. No, I said that when he's not playing his character. That's don't put those words in my mouth. When he's not playing a character, and like you actually see him in like a professional setting, where like he's not like in front of like multiple cameras. He's just like this is what I feel about like how they play. He does a good job. And then there's also Skip Bayless, who's the biggest hater I've ever seen. He hates then there's. The Shannon Sharp, but loves the Cowboys. Makes yeah, sense. he. And he it, the there's Shannon Sharp and stuff, and and there's also like Max. No, Kellerman you want to talk about Shannon Sharp? Shannon Sharp loves LeBron. No, he's a, bro. When he when he, the he when the Lakers LeBron. won, the he came pass. in here the with Lakers like with yeah, goat hat on. yes, bro. That shit heavy dead. Shannon Sharp's annoying too. So like, no, I think Shannon Sharp. Out of all the the Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith. Um, Shannon Sharp, um, Skip Bayless. He, hell, you even put Colin Coward in. I'm going Shannon Sharp I above any of them. I think they're all annoying. You mean he's the best? Yeah. Oh, I think I Probably think the most likable. Yeah, yeah. I, I like him the most. But I think for me, listen I, here, Skip. I I, Skip. I watch Kendrick Skip. Perkins speaks, Skip. and sometimes I'm just like, I don't think I ever want to punch someone on TV. But this guy's Dude, really making Kendrick an argument. Perkins would kill you. A hundred percent. Kendrick huge. Perkins. He would Hulk slap you, bro. Kendrick Perkins also has to be one of the most like intimidating ceiling. people. He's like six foot eight, seen. right? He's no, he's massive. above oh, he's, that. He's, he's seven like feet. seven foot, like two hundred and eighty-five pounds. He's massive, like a big behemoth of a man. Did you ever see uh, when he <laughs> six foot ten? Yeah, so still he's probably seven foot. How how, how much you weigh? Probably three ten. Salary. I'm, I'm going a solid 275. I don't know. If After playing, though, like 300. Yeah. yeah. The disrespect to Joel Embiid has to stop. All right, Kent. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's one of those things where, like, now I, I got I to got, I know how much he weighs. I'll look it up. I, I keep talking. You remember a few years ago, Kendrick Perkins, like, last year in the league, he was, like, practicing jump shots before the game, and everybody's like, why are you – why? Why are Two, you practicing jump shots? Nice. Nice. <laughs> Charles Barkley told a fan he would have sex with their mother if they kept heckling him. Oh, I believe it. Charles Barkley. Hey, good on Charles. They were like, Charles was like, do not go to commercial break. No, Bring it back. They were talking trash to him behind like NBA on TNT like stand or whatever. And like when they cut the commercial, he was like, you keep talking. I'm going to F your mom. Ask your mom how to taste. Him not getting a ring is like. I think like the biggest like bro, him and Shaq always make fun of each other and it's the funniest thing. Yeah. Bro, that that is hilarious. That's got to be like I think the best NBA. You out. think you think that Shaq Chuck is the, is the biggest like the 
the player that has never got a ring like that. No, I mean you have Patrick Ewing and Allen Iverson, but like Bro, he the, never was gonna win because when Jordan retired, he had to play Hakeem. Yeah, like yeah. like don't get me wrong, like he Patrick Ewing I think was really great. That's probably like the biggest one to like never win a ring and. But I think for I me, like, disagree. I think I think that team with Carl Malone and John Stockton. I think yeah. that that's the biggest, like, never get a ring snub out Prob- of all of them. Well, I'm just saying, like, if if he had at least one ring, because Shaq's always like, I got a lot of rings. I actually think that Patrick Ewing's a little bit overrated, to be honest with you. Well, don't Patrick Ewing? I don't think that he's bad by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean, we talked about it. I think it was last week or two weeks ago it, during the conspiracies that like. He was like the most touted prospect coming from college, like ever. And it's like, it's one of those things where I just don't think that it was really like, I don't think that he lived up to that expectation. I mean, yes, he always had to go against Mike in the, like the East. Um, But, but I, I just don't think that like, I think that Carl Malone and John Stockton were the closest to ever dethroning Michael. Um, because they were in the West he, constantly. Twenty-one points, uh, nine point eight rebounds, one point nine assists all time. I mean, don't get me wrong. Twenty-one points a game is incredible. Chuck but is the most the most athletic. Who Chuck? You talking about Charles Barkley? Uh, he's talking about. Uh, oh, he's talking about Patrick Ewing. Oh, I think Patrick. Yeah, Ewing. but he was like towards the end of his career. In the nineties, yeah, he had eighty six to two thousand two. He played a ton, fifteen seasons. He played for the Magic at one point. New York Knicks, Seattle, and Orlando. Orlando, Orlando. I don't know what I'm speaking. Orlando, Orlando. But I mean, it's one of those things where like there's always those big what ifs if they won. But um, I would say that the best, best like sports probably with with uh Shaq and Chuck and oh, everyone it's like else the most fun yeah like watching them play oh the the basketball uh, and Ernie, TNT or whatever Shaq, oh bro Ernie be killing oh, me bro so the the echelon of roast is Shaq roasts everyone cuz he has so many championships and he was like yeah. the most dominant and then there's Chuck and then Kenny always brings up his rings and Charles was like you sucked you warmed the bench for Akeem shut up and then Ernie is like the mediator. For no, all but the, for Ernie, fighting. but bro, but Ernie be swaggy. Bro. Did you? Uh, you don't have Twitter. Oh, you do. But you see where they were doing the Charles Barkley thread of like the funniest stuff. Yeah, they were, the funniest one was uh, they were talking about is like oh eight the playoffs or whatever, and they were like talking about presidents, and he was like, you know, why Obama's my favorite president, or Abraham Lincoln's. Obama's my favorite president, but Abraham Lincoln might be my favorite. And Shaq's like, why? He's like, because we'd be calling Ernie Boss. And then they all busted out laughing. I'm dead. Just stuff like I'll show you some of them, but Charles is probably the funniest player. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. All right. So talking anybody, we got anything else about basketball? Uh, Celtics and seven and Warriors beating the Mavs. I think I think Mavs might get one more, make it a little bit more interesting. But I think they got. I think Warriors. One. I think Warriors in six, um, and then I think Celtics in seven. Yeah, I'll take Warriors Celtics matchup. Yeah, I can see it. Dude, that's going to be lit. It's going to be fun. Also, I mean, I think Golden State's going to win. And that's going to cement that's going to cement steps. I say oh. Celtics in 7 in the finals. Starting new dynasty with Tatum. Yeah. Bro, okay. I think I'm tired of Boston teams winning. If Tatum wins, Tatum top 5 right now? Uh probably, yeah. I mean, he already is. 
You you think he's top? You think he's top five? Right now? Fringe. Interesting. Okay. Joel Embiid, Jokic, I mean, in his position or player, like personal. Yeah, I mean, like, are you gonna go no, like he's position? talking about? No, he's talking about top five player, any position. Giannis, right now, Joel, Jokic. All right, and KD, they, Steph. You could put LeBron in there. Yeah, I mean, I can see that six right there. You could I put Jaw. I would put Jaw above. Would you put Jaw above Jason? No. You, Not in right terms now. of raw skill, or like essence of the team. Yeah, well, it depends on like what you consider as like a player, because like you look at Luca. Like Luka, I'd put him up there. You would put Luca above Jason Tatum, but if you factor in the defense aspect of it, like yeah, you got you got Jason Tatum who is a lot more valuable to your team because he not only adds. I like, would say in term, sorry, I would say in terms of like team players, for like a player I would want on my team because he's a complete package. He's definitely in the top five. Yeah. But if you're like, build me a franchise right now with insert player, I don't know if Jason Tatum is like the player I'm choosing. Yeah. No, I feel you. I'll take Jason. Um, dude, it, it's still wild to me, though, that like – it's still wild to me just how young Giannis is. Yeah, like, man, it's still nuts. He's only like 26. He's only 26, but also he was drafted in 2013. He was like 19. I, I think he has to be 27 because I think he might have been drafted when he was 18. But I know for a fact that he was drafted in 2013, and that was nine years ago. And there's no way that we let a 17-year-old come into the league. Listen, that's the greatest thing the country of Greece has ever created, Giannis. Gyros? Gyros, yeah. Yeah. You know, Western democracy, the birthplace of civilization, apparently. Nope, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Hmm. Mythology? Ooh. Greek mythology was wild back in the day. Hey, if there was a problem, it, Zeus did it with somebody, and that's the reason why there's a problem. That was that was drunk, every true story. drunk bastard just having sex Poseidon, with Poseidon, the dog. He's a god, literally, but he was cool. Yeah. Uh, he did some nasty stuff in the mythology, though. Did they all though? Yeah, they were, they were sleeping with humans. I mean, we're talking about Hades, gods. which is literally the devil. Well, I mean, he was listen. He was just down there chilling, but he did kind of do some weird stuff with Persephone, where it's like, here, eat this pomegranate for three seeds, so like the world has winter now because you're away from your mom. I kidnapped you. Ha! What? Yeah, yeah you didn't yeah, know this. You didn't know that he kidnapped his like daughter, so, right? Essentially, so I, I read Percy Jackson. And that was that is my okay. extent of the. So in 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 Greek mythology, Hades wanted a wife, and he kidnapped Persephone, and they're all related. Who's that? Persephone is the daughter of like his sister. Athena, so, right? Not Athena. No, Athena is Zeus's daughter. Um, I forget her name, but basically the lady who controls like the weather or like the seasons. She is the she's like one of the original seven that gets like the six that get eaten, and then Zeus you know frees them or whatever. I'm not getting we're not getting this deep. But essentially, her yeah, daughter, cool. her daughter is Persephone, and Hades is like, she's kind of cute, even though that's like your cousin or something from your. That's weird. But he takes her to the underworld, and if you eat anything in the underworld, you're like trapped there. And he's like, "Do you want some food?" And she's just like, "I don't want to eat anything here. I want to go back to my mom." He's like, "But how about this pomegranate?" And she eats three seeds Stupid. from the pomegranate. You should have known. 
and the reason why it's like that or something like that is because now she's in the underworld during the winter or something because the woman who does seasons is really upset that her daughter is not like with her anymore that's why it's cold so she's three months out of the year or whatever where it's cold she's in hell and then she gets to leave and go back to her mom that's why we have spring summer and fall fall that she's leaving spring she's coming back and stuff like that it's basically their reason to explain that the earth has a wobble in it because sometimes it likes to hit the dance floor <laughs> yeah, it, it, the wobble. it tilts. The earth wobbles forward and back. Why does the earth hit the dance floor? That's what I want to know. Because where the fuck did we get? Someone said wobble, ba- wobble, wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble. The Stephanie eating three tangerine seeds to have Earth having a wobble. Because in that's it. why the seasons exist. When the Earth tilts, I bet Persephone closer to the Lunas is Monday. Martis. It's Tuesday. That's Spanish. Miraculous is Wednesday. Jueves is Thursday. Jason Tatum bag Persephone. Viernes yes. is Friday. Sábado is Saturday. And Domingo Domingo is Sunday. I learned all that today, bitches. Let's go. I'm starting to become bilingual. Yeah, I remember. I'm bilingual and amphibious. You are. You'd survive an Amazon. You'd be good. Bro, I am the Amazon. They call me Jacob the Amazon Rainforest I am the, I am Miller. A, I am the largest river by volume. Yep. Dripper drone. You know who is a big dude? Aaron Judge. Um, yeah. so, nice. So, I thought you were going to say Kendrick Perkins. <laughs> So one thing that I do want to talk about. So Aaron Judge is literally on fire right now. Like Aaron Judge right now is on pace to have 66 home runs. Right now he has 17. Um, but if he continues the current pace that he has, he's on pace to have 66 home runs, which is arguably the most that we've had since Barry Bonds. Um, I think the only person that is even close is his teammate, John Carlos Stanton, who had 62 in Miami. A couple years ago. Yeah, Miami when he won MVP. But, I, dude, Aaron Judge is just like, I, I don't know. I mean, this he's is definitely, like, no, he's a big boy. He like, he's six, he's six, 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 seven. He's the same size, <laughs> like, same height and weight as LeBron James. <laughs> and he's playing baseball. <laughs> yeah. He might and, be more both, like, more like. For yo, real. Because LeBron's, like, lean. Bro, you actually, and this is. A mild take, but like not really a super hot take. You might see the first teammates to hit 50 home runs in a season since the Bash Bros. No, ever, ever. Oh. I don't think. I think one of the Bash Bros, like uh, Mark McGuire, might have hit 50 home runs, but I don't even know if even then both of them hit 50 home runs. But John Carlos Stanton, that's I think 100 that he, points. Yeah, like mm-hmm. he has that's like crazy 100. He has like runs? 14 home runs right runs, now. Yeah. Um, that's, no, that's, I'm sorry. Giancarlo has 12 home runs, which is second in the league. And first in the league is Aaron uh, Judge, who has 17. I think Jock Peterson just passed in. Yeah. But, no. Well, I know that the second person has. Oakland's not doing that great right, in see, baseball see, right let's now. See, let's see. Uh, so, Anthony Rizzo, Yankees. Rizzo down. 11 home runs. They're the Bronx Bombers. Giancarlo Stanton. Yankees 
has 11. He's number six in the league as well. And then Aaron Judge is number one, Yankees. So out of those three guys themselves. Three top, basically top six. Dude, out of the three, those three guys themselves, they have 39 home runs is it? between them three alone. Why did why did, they, why did they nickname Judge and Stanton in the Twin Towers? That seems kind of distasteful. Hey, man, listen. Just because both of them are big and You're tall. also in New York. Yeah, I guess I That is sense. kind of messed. Uh, I mean. What? The Twin Towers are hitting bombs? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's kind of we, weird we take our- have you seen? Have you seen the video of, like, the Yankees announcer who's like. What I miss? No, he's like. John Carlos Stanton hits a gargantuan blast, and, it, and it like caught. hits. Yeah, it gets like it hits off the green monster, or it like gets caught or something. And he like well, he's trotting around the bases, and then he, he realizes he, like halfway through that it's you, like, oh. Well, do you yeah. know? Do you know why? Um, on the road games for some stadiums, they're not allowed to travel, so they're watching on a stream and announcing from a stream. What so, I miss his stream? Like he, it was late, so he Dang. yeah. I did see something that said but that still it is there is a special website that, or a tweeter, like a t- tweeter, a Twitter bot. A tweeter? That, uh, that basically says, is it a home run in every stadium? Oh, does it Does it dong? Does it dong? Yeah, I follow And it. it essentially says that, like, this guy hit yeah, a home Yan- run. But the Yankees is the worst. Rizzo's? Yeah, it's. Oh, like, that day he had, like, four in one game? It was, like, like three. It, all of them were only three. home runs in New York. Yeah, Two of those were only home runs at. Yankee well, I mean, they Stadium. did that. I think I watched a. Uh, it's a little I, league part. I watched like a a deep dive video, and it was like, there's this section of the wall that they actually lowered because one of their players like hit a home run there. Often I go like, no, you're talking like, about is this you're, legal? That was you're talking, Yards. No, you're talking about Fenway Park, oh. and that's called Pesky's Pole. Yeah, where it's just like they lowered the wall, so it's like he would always just well, get it, close. They the wouldn't. They wouldn't lower it. They would. Bring they would literally bring in the fence because he would. What he would do is he. The, so in Fenway Park, the the right field like the it's right like field foul pole. Kind of. It's in a weird oval because there was a guy named Pesky who would literally like hit it right at the foul pole and it would like bend itself around the foul pole. Or, like, it was almost able to bend itself around, yeah. but it didn't have enough juice. And so they brought it in so he could actually hit a home run yeah, every once in a while. was just his tendencies? Yeah. Oh. It's great. They got the – I think – so whenever I play the show, I either play at the Rockies because the high elevation hit bombs. And Fenway because the short the short fence or the Angels Stadium because they have the I don't know. I don't too. like the – I don't like the – Fenway, just because Fenway, like I don't like. Yes, the left field. I, I, I was about to say left field, like that's pretty cool with the green monster. Right field, that's kind of cool. But like you hit it to dead center, it's that's dead. like four ten. Like, dead. yeah, it's there dead. ain't nothing. I same. only have City Field lock, unlocked, so I'm not the Mets stadium. It's not hey, a bad stadium. Yeah, I, I was about to say if that's gonna be your first one, that's I not play, a bad you one. You played at Polo Grounds. You know who yet. you shouldn't have? The A Stadium. You know that would make sense. But did you you ever play at Polo Grounds? Probably on like a. I, me and Avery played at Polo Grounds we in co-op, and I almost he almost so five hundred foot home run. So from like the in the like dead center field, in order to get over the fence, it's like four hundred and eighty feet, 
and I hit it like ten feet before the four eighty feet. Yeah, something. he almost like hit the first. I hit it like four hundred and seventy feet and didn't hit it out, Connor. It's like it's how how does this happen? <laughs> this is polo grounds. Uh, that sucks. I do say I will say this though. It's that is it's straight. That's so a, like that's you can hit home. You can huge. hit a home run like one hundred eighty feet to the side. Yeah, on the sides, it's like what he said, like one hundred eighty feet. Um. That's really bad, but one of my friends. That's how long. That is an uh, that is a really cool looking baseball stadium. Yeah. Terrible design. Um, it's in, it, it was in New I York. I actually think that like I like stadiums like that just because it's like it's has unique. uniqueness. Well, don't get me wrong, it's unique. But can you imagine if you hit like a five hundred foot and yeah, it but still didn't go no, home run? No, but like it's four eighty three to the back wall. Yeah, my pro- so cool, my problem is is that like I feel like a lot of the stadiums, especially that have been kind of made over the last like thirty years, have this kind of cookie cutter mindset of like let's not have any unique features like rate like. The uh, Wrigley Field, where the Cubs play, they have the Ivy. Uh, Fenway Park, they have the Green Monster. I mean, Polo Grounds had that gargantuan stadium. (laughs) But, like, it's just one of those things where, like, all of those – like, all of – if you put me in the Mariner Stadium, the Red Stadium, hell – The the Mariner Stadium's dope. The Giants have the the water, but that's but that's because it's an older stadium. I think that like yeah, we need to move away, and I think we're starting to move away, or we have started to move away from this cooker cutting cook, same cookie with, cutter mindset for MLB stadiums. Same thing with NFL stadiums. It was like build it basic, and now it's like you got like the Rams, who's like we have the largest three hundred and sixty screen. Yeah, but I will say this though, I, it's really bad. But one of my friends might move out to San Francisco. Which is really close to Oakland. So, like, if he moves out there before they move, I would on God buy a plane ticket. My tickets are like ten dollars. Yeah, God, buy so a plane. It would probably you'd be buy, the only fan there. Buy buy a plane ticket and just sit there and go like, I'm sorry, y'all. I, I live in Charlotte. It's not like I can do anything. But I'll say this though: beautiful stadium, Knight Stadium. Knight Stadium is amazing. Dude, for I, the I middle of know, Charlotte. Yeah. I agree. That is probably like the best stadium I think I've ever. I liked. mean, yes, because like you're literally in the, the s- middle of, of the Charlotte. S- yeah. Like you see the skyline. Like we're not talking about Charlotte. Yeah, we're not talking about the Charlotte like skyline oh, out in the distance. Like oh, Charlotte like it's in like the outer. It's like in Huntersville or something like we that. We got to go to some of those games. Like we're talking about dead center downtown Charlotte, like where skyscrapers are. And I think that it's amazing. But I going back to baseball, I do think that it's going to be interesting to see just how kind of like the rest of the season shapes up because the problem with the Yankees has always been they go on these streaks. They're really hot sometimes. They're really really cold sometimes. And so it's going to be interesting to see can they keep this hotness up because you got three players who are – have 10 or more home runs after, what, 30 games, if that? Yeah, they're the first team to 30 wins. Uh, so they're probably, they probably have like 40 games under their, their belt um, because they're yeah. probably not 30-0. and 0. No, um, no, I think they're like 30 and like 13 or something. Yeah, something like that. That would be a record, wouldn't it? It's going to be interesting to see oh. just like how that shapes up because you have, you have Judge, you have uh, Carlos Stan, but you also have – Players like Mike Trout, who has the the highest OPS, he has the highest slugging percentage. He's the best. You also have Jose Ramirez, who yeah. he has the most RBIs right now. He's in the American League, and so it's going to be interesting to see just how kind of everything shapes up because all of your major 
it's kind of kind of like what it was last year of like all your major league or all your major MVP candidates are in the American League, whereas like in the National League it's you really, really just, don't have. It's just Mookie right now. Yeah, you have Mookie who's at twelve home runs. Um, He's bad. You have CJ Crone, which too. which he has twelve home runs, um, but in in Jock who has eleven, but it's really not anything that stands out. Like the only person that's in the NL that's an elite leader is um, Mookie, and he has the most runs right now. But Oh, and Manny Machado. Manny Machado oh, yeah. is having his own kind He's of a really good career year. year as well. He was, the hit, my boy. he was the hit king for a while. Um, his average has kind of dropped off a little yeah. bit, but he's still, at, um, he's still hitting over 350, which is incredible. Paul Goldschmidt's on a 16-game hit streak right now. Really? Yeah. That last name would be a dope name to have on a jersey. Goldschmidt? Goldschmidt. Yeah. They, they call him Goldie. Yeah, they do call Just him Just put gold on the back. We, uh... I wanted to talk about this. The Pirates were losing eighteen to nothing on Sunday to the Cardinals, and Yadier Molina got to pitch, and then gave up four runs, and gave up a home run, and I think two more. Why they let him pitch? Save your bullpens on. Yeah, I mean, there's you're no, up there's no reason. Like if you're up eighteen nothing, if you if say for instance I pitch you, now you have less energy to pitch tomorrow yeah. if we play. So they were winning by eighteen. Yeah. Yes, was, uh, I, I mean even I thought, if they. I, but if even they were if they losing by eighteen, I was like, "Wow!" No, they but were, oh, but even like, if they ah. were losing by eighteen, yeah. like throw you still don't, you still don't. This game doesn't matter. Yeah, throw your so like, don't have like your best person yeah. out there. Uh, that yeah. makes sense. I was they, like, yeah, Albert like, Pujols and yeah. Yadier Molina making their major yeah. league baseball yeah. pitching debuts. Yeah. Pujols hit two home runs that game. Yeah, he's he's going for five hundred. He's no seven hundred. Seven hundred. He's going to get it. How far is he actually? He's probably only like. 16 away, I think, right now. No, I think it's less than that. Yeah. I think it's, I want when I'm going it, 12. I want him to get it. I'm going it. that it's 14. I'm going to go 15. That's my boy, though. I, I like the Pirates and the Cardinals, but... So, he... Seeing, uh, yeah, he only has six. four home runs this year, so he actually might be 16 away, Oof, if I remember right. correctly. crazy <laughs> for sports. Um, Adley Rutschman got his first start, got called up from the Orioles uh, farm team. He's the best prospect in baseball. He is I, 17 away. 17? Okay. Yeah. But I would also like to first start. Sorry. Hey, shout out to Adley Rushman. Got a because triple. That was, I want to I know, and that's a stat that I want to know, how many people on their first big league – Get a hit. Like, their first big league hit is a triple. Because I'm sure that that does not happen often. Because triples are so hard to come by. Like, your league leader in triples might have 10 triples in a season. And, and that's like, And that's, like, in the max. Like, that's that that's super beyond comparison. But I want to know how many – because, like, they always talk about, oh, his first big league hit is a home run. Which, like, that in itself is cool. But how many this is more have rare, a triple? Almost. Like, that's definitely more rare than anything. I would say probably the rarest. Inside the park, inside the park I home run. That, I I wonder if that's ever been done. I think Trey Turner had one first. I'm talking oh, about first like career, I'm first gonna, I'm gonna career hit. I'm gonna look it up. Um, I'll say this though that the Hurricanes were up two zero on the Rangers and now they're tied two two and I'm not happy about that. It's because the Rangers have the best goalie and they play dirty. They rocked one of my players. Truba. He yeah. was falling and he hit him in the head. I He's wa- a dirty. Pe- he did that I, to Sid. Now you know. Yeah, I watched him get hit and I was just like. Oh, bro, it's bad. That would hurt. And he didn't even get 
penalty box. He got penalty but, box on well, that you one. On, no, no, he didn't. He didn't I, no, because it was a clean hit because your guy fell right before he was hitting him. So it was out of I, his control. Oh, boy. According to the refs. I need I need this to, I need this to beat the Rangers. All right. Well, once he gets done with that, I think I think we're good. All, yeah. I, I just don't want another hour and 45-minute podcast. That was again. a long podcast. Hey, it was a good podcast, though. I'd have a nice time. Very Ichiro long. Suzuki became the first player. Oh, nope. I was about to say, if anybody could do it, Ichiro. Yeah, he, bro, Ichiro's a Fast specimen. He's he, he, speedy. What are you looking up? Triple or inside the inside the um, park? Um, also, you gotta love that about baseball. Baseball has stats for everything. First and only. They have too many stats about it. So Ichiro got it inside the park in the All Star game in 07, but he's the only player to do it in the All Star game. Okay, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. But... Oh, let me see. Thank you for listening to the podcast as we research. How Please enjoy many... this smooth jazz music. <laughs> How many people died in Sandy Hook? That's not what I want. Oh, man. Ooh. Google's going to have some weird stuff on their algorithm today, boys. Yeah. No, I don't want the most triples in a career. It it doesn't. uh, Y'all are not going to find it in the amount of time. You're going to be an hour, 40-minute long podcast of silence. (laughs) Holy shit. What? Who has the the most triples? Is Ty Cobb? Yeah. How many triples in a career does he have? One hundred and seven. Uh, I'm gonna say three hundred. Two ninety five. <laughs> Who's next? Who's like the, second in triples? Second is Jan, Honest Wagner with two fifty two. Okay, that's not like that much of a drop off. Oh wait. Oh, I think. Th- oh, I'm very confused. Uh-oh, our stats might be wrong. Someone call the police. Well, no, so there's the AL, which okay. is Ty Cobb, the NL, which is Honest Wagner, then you've got the ML, which is, oh, okay, okay, I think I'm on the same page. So, no, the MLB record is by Sam Crawford, who had 309 triples. Jeez. Good for Sam. Good um, for Sam. I can't find not in the Hall of Fame. I can't find Get it. Get Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. I can't find whoever had the most. I gotta watch that video of him talking about batting or, with Derek Jeter and other people. Yeah, whoever had the first inside the park as their first hit. But in nineteen oh four, Jesse uh no. Jesse Owens. Jesse Ventura. It says Breshanan became the first player with two inside the park home runs in one game. Interesting. Played. That's wild. That sucks for the he, other team. He played with New York of the National League. So Heard. I guess the Mets. Heard. All right, y'all. Well, we greatly appreciate you listening. We will see you guys next week. Hopefully, the we will know who's in the NBA Finals. Um, I don't know if both of those would be decided um, by then. Well, Celtics and Heat are playing tonight. Unless the Celtics need to go to game seven. They, I think so it's that's they game go, five. And then they would play again on Friday, correct? And then again on Sunday. Again on Sunday. Or Monday. So it should be decided by then. Yeah, unless it goes to game seven, which... Would be Tuesday. Which would be Tuesday. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see you guys next week. We will let you know what's all the know of the NBA Finals. So y'all have a good one. Later.